0: Yo, yo, check this out. out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Alright. Good hope, FM. Let's go. Today is International Albinism Awareness Day. The theme of this year is strength beyond all odds, and I am so excited to be speaking to an individual who knows all about life with albinism—a 27-year-old South African from Johannesburg with albinism, also a human resources uh, personnel completing her advanced diploma through the Central University of Technology, also a public speaker and facilitator. Nkuleleko Selwane, welcome to Gero FM. Hi Leanne, how are you? Thank you for having me. I am so happy to be having you here today because uh, I know that you've got quite a story to tell. Now Mm -hmm. first and foremost, for those who are not aware, and I don't know how, but it's possible that there could be somebody listening to the radio right now who's not aware of what albinism is. Do you want to let us know exactly what it is?
1: Um, well, you know, in all honesty, I'm also not a genetic <laughs> specialist. Yeah, yeah. So I may fumble in That's scientific terms, but I'll just I'll just let you know what it is. Um, just from my experience, um, albinism is a genetic disorder. Mm-hmm. You know, so a person, an animal, a thing that may be born without this melanin or pigmentation then results in someone being pale yeah. it affects the eyes, it affects the skin and the hair, you know that's why most of us, if you see us we look very light mm-hmm. uh, we also have very light blonde uh, hair, and I know that there are different conditions, also in albinism. so there are different coats, so someone may have very pigmented skin um, red hair you know, uh, but a very common one is one that I also have the one that most of us have actually We look very light It's affecting our eyes And also our hair So in a nutshell That's what it is Um, It's a genetic disorder
0: A a disorder that I think for many years People misunderstood There were many taboos around it Because people didn't know any better They didn't understand Mm -hmm. uh, What your challenges are in life What was your younger years like Growing up with albinism?
1: (laughs) I think you know and I speak for myself. I'm honestly not a representative of everyone with oh, yeah. albinism because like anyone else, we all have different experiences. Mm-hmm. We some of us do acknowledge our privileges and um, and also aware that other people may have not been been privileged, you know, and have experienced awful things. But I think for me, I mean, I also grew up in the dawn of democracy, Mm -hmm. where South Africa seemed to be a very hopeful country, where a lot of things were just changing from, you know, apartheid. So I think for me, if I must honestly be honest and share with your listeners, is that I had a very pretty, if I would even use the term, normal childhood. Um, Also because I'm not the only person with albinism in my family. So when I was growing up, I would notice that, oh, my grandmother looks like me. Mm Okay. So I know it means I have I I have inherited this from her, you know, but you obviously do experience seeing things like any other person would, you know, where people would say, people would ask questions and I'll sometimes be able to answer, sometimes I don't, you Mm. know, so it will be those things. But I had a very pretty active childhood, I was very involved in my academic years, I was a head girl, so I was always a bad girl, you know, so... (laughs) been very fortunate that my parents were knowledgeable and they knew how to assist me and this is in terms of getting me sunscreens that I needed um, or getting spectacles to correct my vision because yes. obviously because of albinism I'm partially mm. sighted okay. but thank goodness to you know having spectacles that do slightly correct my vision So uh, that's just how it's been you know from my childhood and obviously as you grow you do experience difficulties in terms of maybe school because I also went to a mainstream school. Yes. So I was like the only person with organism. So and we like using an overhead projector. So sometimes a font is not enlarged to my capacity or to my satisfaction. Mm. So I would then have to ask the teachers to sit in front, you know? so I can be reasonably accommodated you know but I thank goodness was able to complete my high school also go to varsity you know um, without needing extra yeah. accommodation you know and, and I can't say the same about people's albinism yes. like my little brother
0: he needed
1: to go to a special school that could accommodate him with his special needs, you know, having a big mm-hmm. fund increasing of textbooks, and just to accommodate him as an individual. So even amongst ourselves with people of autism, we are very different. I have a, I have a little brother, and him and I still experience different things, you know, yes. even though we're related. You yeah. know? So I think we should not be approached with the one blanket. Mm. Um, it should also be very individualized. So, Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I agree with what you said. Everybody's experience is different. Um, mm-hmm. Experience is different, uh, but the challenges I think kind of like are across the board. You are going to have yes. certain health um, challenges when you yes. live with albinism. Some people might, dis- uh, you know, experience uh, discrimination because of mm-hmm. you know what they're going through as well. And having mm-hmm. come through a spectrum of that, and of course your your little brother also having come through a spectrum of that. For those that are listening right now. <laughs> Kululeko who are experiencing their own particular challenges with albinism what words mm-hmm. of encouragement do you have as we uh, continue to highlight International Albinism Awareness Day which I think is absolutely incredible
1: mm. I think I mean, a word of encouragement would also be that I don't want to speak from a point of privilege and I yeah. do understand that there are people who are really struggling there are people as we speak who are in the the deepest rural areas of Western Cape that may be far from public facilities, you know, even schools, so they would have to walk to school, and as a result, they're exposed to sun. Then you have sun damage, and then that could also result to even having sun um, skin cancer, you know, so um, this should be not just the one-person thing, but everyone should be involved. And I think also, I was also speaking to your producer, and I was saying that I also don't like it how, you know, we'd have broadcasters tell you what to say because now we have to sell this narrative of negativity, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and or even having us only when of feminism days. Because mm-hmm. some of us are knowledgeable in certain
0: things. 100%. When
1: we talk about inclusion and representation, we also want to be included, not only to speak about our living condition, sure. but call me so we can speak about soccer or talk about politics and how it's affecting our GDP, you yeah. know. So yeah. I think that's also how we could then penetrate the system to show people that we're not just a one dimensional group of people. Include us, learn from us, and you'll be amazed.
0: Oh, I love that! I love that in Thank you so much, my darling, for uh, for joining us today and for also saying we can speak on a whole range of other topics, not just albinism. So uh, yeah. I can guarantee you, Delusia is going to be calling you very, very soon. But I appreciate your openness. I appreciate your honesty, and also for sharing your journey with us. Uh, I know that it's not a you know a one kind of you know shoe fits all situation. Everybody mm-hmm. is uh, experiencing their own challenges, but for yours yeah. and for sharing your journey with us we do appreciate it and hopefully we can catch up again very very soon Thank you, Leanne. It is a pleasure. There we go. Nkuleleko Selwane, 27 years old from Johannesburg, as we chat about International Albinism Awareness Day. The theme this year was chosen to highlight the achievements of people with albinism around the world. And like Nkuleleko said, she doesn't want to just talk about albinism. She wants to be able to show that, you know, she can speak on a whole range of different things because she's not just about that. It's also about showing that people with albinism can define all odds, as was my guest today, and celebrating how people with albinism worldwide meet and exceed expectations in all domains of life, maybe that even the public and society place on them, and then also encouraging everyone during this time of a global pandemic to join the global effort to hashtag Build Back Better. This year's theme is Strength Beyond All Odds. (coughs) to it. It's all you need.